And I think the biggest thing is... So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate? To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. I want to roll. I first, when I first read your third topic, <laughs> oh, the first line of this, I was just like, yeah, this is me right about now. <laughs> so your third and final topic is it's a weight loss program. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, find out what, what works for you and what you're good at and stick with it. I like the second yeah. bit. The first bit's a harsh reality check for me. The second bit is, uh, <laughs> I, I can swallow the second bit. I can, I can attest that's true. The first bit, I just, uh, that's the, the yeah. reality of where I'm at today. Last week, has been a bit rough. <laughs> so I'm back to the final secret to success. This is something that I don't think enough people focus on. Yeah. Well, when people lose weight, you know, I mean, I don't know. For me, I'm always like, what'd you do? And I'm just hoping they're going to tell me, oh, there's this pill I'm taking. You know, I'm like, yeah, sign me up. But, you know, obviously, if it works, it's like, oh, I exercise and diet. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but hey, that's real estate, right? It's like, it's the hard stuff that that's going to matter. It's not, it's not the pill. It's, you know, it's the hard stuff that's going to make a difference. And so some people, um, you know, you got to call this many people, you have to um, have face to face numbers, you know, with this many people email this many people, all this kind of stuff that you're supposed to do these formulas. For me personally, I can't do that. It's a joy sucker. And so and I also get tunnel vision. So I'm like, okay, I gotta call 10 people today. And I'm, I'm missing the big picture. You know, and so for me, that's why I'm saying for me, the formula thing doesn't work. It works for tons of people because tons of people need that consistency, um, you know, in their business. But for me, it's more organic. It's where, you know, where are the needs and that's where I'm going to go to serve people. Well, it's it's interesting you're saying that, hey, (laughs) The uh, consistency or the, the, I guess, the regime. So you saying you don't have a regime at all? Are you saying, what are you saying? I do have a regime. I just, it's not the, it's not the typical formula. I call it a formula. formula, You know, you're going to contact this many people each day and all that. So yes, I have a business plan that I do stick by um, mostly, you know, so I'm going to do this in January. I'm going to do this in February. Um, My goal like last year, it was to increase my new construction listings. So what am I going to do to get that done? So you do have to have a plan. You know, you're not, you don't know where you're going. You're not going to get there. I think with your whole business, which is smart, by the way, in fact, our business partner has somewhat of a similar um, strategy. And he did over 1200 homes last year where you, you're focusing on like investors, pre-construction like these 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 certain people that can just deliver you a lot these waterfalls mm-hmm. that we spoke about it's like um, and we've heard about this from a bunch of people as well who've been on the show where it's like yeah i found investors and i get 60 deals a year from them which is awesome mm-hmm. and then you get on the flip side and i'm just curious to get your input on this actually 
Because some people have dealt with investors and they're like fucking worst people, man. I hate yeah. them. So they only want to deal with the end consumer. And it's interesting because they, they investors see i like them because they're business people and they're just very logical it's like does this financially make sense like i buy it for this the repayments the fixer up a bit whatever the what can i rent it for you know what i mean and they kind of just look at stuff on a spreadsheet and they go make sense doesn't make sense make sense doesn't make sense and there is not a lot of emotional investors i mean this is our experience right they're just hyper logical business people. Like this is just a big business for them, which I personally resonate with. I like that. Like that's me all over. Like I can tell you a lot by looking at a spreadsheet of your business. I don't need the nuance in a day. Like, yeah, get up at 8 a.m. and do this. I don't care. Tell me, you know, talk about bottom line. Like tell me these things. Yes. I'll tell you a lot about your company. And this is how investors work. Now, the harsh reality of this is they tend to not beat around the bush. which a lot of people don't like because a lot of agents are more emotional like it's kind of like this is a big process and dealing with buyers who is an emotional process is just a very different sale to dealing with an investor who's a hyper logical so what's kind of your take on that side of things yeah i agree with you on that Uh, and that's my personality um i have a very upfront you know, personality. So I, I work really well with the investors and builders. Yeah. Um, but I started out, I mean, you know, don't discount the investors because I started out selling, you know, crap houses. I mean, you know, $40,000, $50,000 houses. Yeah. And then, you know, we're now these same investor, actually one of my investors is a home builder now. So wow. I started, I met him in the Harvey time. Um, it was my listing, a flooded and gutted house. I can't even, I think we've done 23 deals together now. Nice. And the last six or seven were new construction homes. You know, nice. so if by me giving him that time, he has made me a ton of money and I've made him a ton of money. It's I, I think one of the things yeah. where we talk about like specific avatars or groups, aka your investors, your first time home buyers, your whatever classifications of clients. We don't talk enough about that. They come in all different shapes and forms because Lori, to your point, AKA the goat, uh, <laughs> your investor started out buying these shitty homes and now he's a builder giving you brand new pre-con yeah. units for you to sell, right? What's, what's the next progression? That's right. Luxury, right? Maybe all of a sudden he's buying waterfront right. properties. He was buying the shitty property. So I always say is an investor in nowadays, I think the definition has evolved than what an investor was 10, 20 years ago. I see a lot of young kids, you know, crypto millionaires. Mm -hmm. Some of our clients, they're investors. Like we're working with somebody right now where it's like, hey, I got this money to spend. I either spend it or I pay Uncle Sam. Let's go pick up a property. But he's not yes. your traditional investor. Yes. You know, <laughs> like he's he's like, yes. oh, cool. I like this property. I need to park my money somewhere. Send me the contract. Done. You know, and it's like, it just needs to get their MO. You know, on that note, so investors, I don't know about you, but in our area, investors aren't especially loyal. You know, they're just, they're hitting the listing yeah. agent or whatever. So the key is 
to bring value to them that they cannot get from another agent. And so whenever I started working with this, my first client, an investor, I got my designation in short sales and foreclosures. I, I became an expert at foreclosures. I became an expert at real estate investing. I realist, I did investing myself, you know, because I believe in it. And so then I'm able to help them build their business. And when you get that win-win, they're not going to leave you. Hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know, if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. One of the things that I think it was almost necessary and required, because like you said, that investor was just looking at the spreadsheet, was looking at the numbers. He wasn't loyal. If you were bringing him a deal, great. If another agent was bringing him a deal, even better, right? But separating yourselves, what I'm finding is that a lot of investors that we work with, they're not those hardcore number crunching only investors. They're the the new investor that is just starting out, just breaking in or got a little bit of money. So maybe they're not looking for a 15% cap rate, but they know that seven or eight is good enough. And they want to have somebody that they trust that's going to pick up the damn phone, that is going to be responsive, where they can still make the money and build that relationship long-term. So I, I think it goes by the ages. I think the older, more seasoned investors, as they get older, unless you got them when they were, you know, earlier in their um, journey, right? They become less loyal. The earlier they are in the journey, they are definitely more loyal because, in a way, they don't have the need to go look for another agent when you're doing an excellent job. I think most people that work yeah. with investors. They fuck themselves in the worst way possible because they don't know what it actually takes and they don't understand the needs and the wants of their avatar, aka their investor. And I think that's why investors aren't loyal. Because if you like Lord, like you said, if they if you understand them, you know exactly what they're looking for, you are bringing them deals, or you're even staying in touch and you're building that relationship. You may not have something for them today, but they know that when you bring in something, you make money, they make money, and they're going to continue making money. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, right. One of the things that just hearing you both speak that I think's funny, and I think this is very telling, by the way, the fact that, you know, the idea of these like new money, crypto millionaires and shit, do you not think there is a certain level of irony that they're like, yeah, make all my money on Bitcoin, fucking whatever it is at this time. And then they go, I'm going to take it out and put it in real estate. Does that not tell you which re- investment they think is a safer bet? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's super telling. They're like, Bitcoin's the best thing in the whole world ever. Yeah. And then you're pulling it out to buy yeah, loads of products. Yeah, you, here's, here's the caveat <laughs> that we are not including in this conversation. Yeah. Bitcoin doesn't give you the same tax shields and tax benefits. So depending on your state, depending on the laws, real estate, I would argue, is the only or one of the only vehicles that allows you to shield and use the tax code to your advantage to keep more money. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And I think the biggest thing is 
tell me an investment that is insured. Yeah. It's only real yeah, estate. I, didn't think that, but it's true. <laughs> I mean, when, right? Yeah. Your your investment is insured. That's huge. Yeah, I mean, real estate is the single greatest place to park money. I mean, I think the, the issue that people have, and, and this is the way I look at it at times as well, like right now, I don't think it's a good time to invest personally. I, th- I just think that the, the the inflation and the markup and the amount of profit you're making per month is very low right now. And, and that's just my personal take on it. I think there's been better times to, to invest in property. However, it's kind of one of these things where you park your money and – historically real estate's just always gone up like you just look over a long enough period of time it's just going to keep going it's not going to all of a sudden in 2050 be you know your house your eight hundred thousand dollar house is going to be 200 grand that's just not going to happen like well, you know, that's why i think it's still a good time to invest yeah, I, 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 i'm with you Lori. Still- i'm with the go andrew i'm yeah. sorry i'm with the go <laughs> we can have difference of opinions i'm i'm a cash flow guy i'm not an asset yeah. guy like as in not a hold no, I'm not a hold guy. Like, I, okay. no, I, no, I am, but I prefer cash flow businesses. So I'd rather, if if I, for example, buy something for 100K and knew in 10 years it would still be 100K, but it cash flowed me 1,000 a month, I would take that over something that's 100K. I know is going to be 200K in 10 years and it cash flowed me oh, 200 a month or something like that. I mean, those are just arbitrary numbers I pulled out of the sky. But like I'm a cash flow guy, like I'd rather take a less of an asset increase and have more money coming in on a monthly because I can then go out and buy more assets that cash flow. And that's kind of how I've always built businesses. I prefer liquid cash coming in every month as opposed to like an increase in asset value. Well, you know what? You're bringing up a point that it's important to listen to your investors because everyone has a different MO, you know, so you're wanting cash flow, good cash flow a lot of young people aren't interested in that as much as they are in the holding, you know, so it's just listen to your investors and your clients and, you know, what is it that you want to accomplish? And I'm here to help you accomplish that. I love it. Now, with that being said, I want to wrap up and give you the four. So people want to reach out, learn a little bit more, get in touch, buy or sell property. Investors want to reach out, whatever it might be. How can they reach out, whether it's phone, email, website, social media, let the people know where you are at. Yeah, literally, you can reach out any way you want. So my number is 409-718-0151. And then you can email me. It's just my name, Lori Goats, it's plural, at Gmail. Um, you know, and then I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. It's so fun. TikTok. <laughs> Trying to learn that platform, you know, as well. And then um, my website, which is www.sellingsetx at southeasttexas.com. Love it. Now, before we wrap up, three quick fire questions straight off the top of your head. First one, favorite book or person you're learning from right now? Ooh, uh, yes. I just got this book and I just started it. Tribe of Millionaires. Tribe of Millionaires. Nice. So right. we, uh, and my broker suggested this, uh, Charlie uh, Foxworth. So that is basically you hang out with the people that you want to be, be like in the you yeah. know in this yeah so that's that's pretty cool yeah second question real estate goal in the next 12 months in the next 12 months um i need to do some revamping of my team um to work a little bit smarter for me so i'm working on that third one what's the biggest obstacle you think is going to stop you achieving that goal nothing wow you're the second <laughs> person on the show <laughs> 
just nothing <laughs> about it perfect laurie thank you for coming on the show everyone we hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode and we will see you in the next one thanks for listening to this episode if you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com partner or you can just click the link in the description below 